Welcome to episode 38 of Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling, a very special Sunday edition. Hello everyone, I'm Hector, I'm here with my tag team partners, Raymond and Mark. I'm going to say, yeah, Hector right now, ladies and gentlemen, Hector is like a pagan shit right now. <laughs> like he is ecstatic. He's telling people, I told you so. And I'm sure Hector was the first person with WWE shop released all these brand new best in the world shirts. I'm not going to mention, well, I'm going to give Hector the other thing who made his appearance last night, but I'm sure Hector was the first person to buy it. I was super excited <laughs> to see our truth yes yes i i'm as as many if you've been listening to this podcast i can't stop saying somebody's name and yes we finally got cm punk back home back at wwe last night at the very last second he showed up and so many people are pissed mm, that's tomorrow's issues but mm. <laughs> Um, I, I love the reactions from everybody, the fans. There's so many videos out there from people's houses or apartments, living rooms. Their reaction when CM Punk came out, uh, the fans at the arena, and different reactions from wrestlers. Like, for example, we got Ryback saying that he was going to retire if CM Punk showed up, and now he has backed up on his word and said that he meant if he shows up shows up in um, AEW. So he's not going to retire, he said. <laughs> Uh, surprise, surprise. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Randy Orton seemed okay with it. They, they they messed around with each other. They copied off each other's, um, um, what do you want to say? Their, their gimmicks, you could say. Um, Randy Orton did the clobbering time. Randy Orton and CM Punk did the arms up in the air. Rhea seemed like, um, your mommy. She seemed like she, mm-hmm. she didn't give a shit. She, she basically made fun of the whole clobbering time. Um, Dominic did a hand. That's- what happened? No, I say that's mommy for you, but anyway. <laughs> Dom- Dominic did uh, the hand signal. He spelled out CM Punk, and he wrote, like, equals um, money. So he's a smart kid. He understands. I would hope so. Yeah. Um. Besides, Before we get to Seth Rollins, um, the other one that I didn't expect, and now he just seems like a big baby, is uh, Matt Riddle. I think I sent him to you guys. He's yes. W- wish- wishing WWE good luck with CM Punk 2.0. If they thought um, he was hard to handle, now good luck with CM Punk. I thought that was very stupid to post, but when you don't have a good manager... He lost his job because he, you know, did all that crazy shit and RFW couldn't take it anymore. So, of course, he's going to be bitter towards somebody else who's getting a second chance when he thinks he probably shouldn't have gotten fired in the first place. So, of course, there's going to be some bitterness in there. And then we have the whole Seth Rollins thing. I, um... Before all of this, this has been. There's always been rumors of CM Punk coming, and Seth Rollins has spoken his mind. Any chance he gets, saying that he doesn't want CM Punk back here, that he is a cancer, and every chance he got. But he he also did a interview lately, recently I should say, about Cody Rhodes, and that he believes that Cody Rhodes' spot right now should be his. So this just sounds like a little whining, but there's supposed to be legit heat with Seth and CM Punk, and he showed it at the arena yesterday. As soon as that music hit, if there's different footage. You can see on um, Seth Rollins going straight to the referee and 
and screaming at the ref. I guess maybe asking the ref if he knew about this. And he just kept going back and forth, stomping his feet, cursing and everything. Then eventually tried to go down the ramp to um, CM Punk, but was stopped by Sami Zayn, Corey Graves, um, Cody Rhodes, Michael Cole, a couple of refs. Um, I would like to think it, there's some heat there, but it's also a work. Um, I, w- I would definitely know if it's a work if there was some kind of WWE footage of it. So far, there's not. It's just people with their phones, which is kind of good enough if, if it turns into something. I guess we'll have to wait for Monday that I believe CM Punk has been announced to appear on Monday Night Raw, which is Seth Rollins' show. So we'll see if they headbutt Uh-oh. there. But um, yeah, guys, your thoughts, your reactions. I thought the uh, CM Punk was a shocker, right? Because uh, I kind of, unfortunately, someone that I know, I was behind and they sent me a photo. I opened the photo and then I saw the CM Punk. So that kind of got ruined. However, I continued to watch the show and the at least it felt like the reaction of the crowd gave me goosebumps. It, yes. Like it was deafening. I think even with me watching at home, it was deafening. Um, I thought that the... I think CM Punk looked very excited. I think he looked emotional. He looked I'm a so, little bit. Mark, I'm sorry, Raymond. I'm going to cut you. Real. He also looked younger. I don't know how that happened. I don't know if AEW was <laughs> stressing him out, but he looked. Like, <laughs> WWE has better, um, you know, cameras. Okay, and, is that it? Because I was like, eye deaf and all this stuff. They probably you know put him in makeup for like three hours. You know, we probably got to the arena at like noon. Probably. I'll say probably. Let's give it to that because I remember when he made his big comeback to AEW. Me being a big CM Punk fan, I'm like, wow, I'm so excited he's back. But he looks old. <laughs> I did not say that. <laughs> he looked like he he he, he gave like an extra five years of, of wrestling. I don't know. But, but he, he pulled a Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman, remember, he was aging really yeah. bad. And the next thing you know, he was back to normal. Botox, so. he got something. But I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Take over. Uh, yeah, but uh, but he looked really excited. I think I, I sensed the real excitement in, in his... Um, being there, I do feel a little, and still feel like the whole Chicago thing is a little much already. I mean, because AEW did so many times, but the reaction he got in Chicago was awesome. Yeah. And then lastly, I'll put it on this. Um, I really do see, look forward to where they're going to go because I feel like him coming in is going to change a few storylines for now, WrestleMania. And then lastly, well, we'll talk about stuff later, but yeah, I'll leave it there for now. Mark? All right. Well, first off, the way they set that up was so well done because I called, like, when the credits were coming, I'm like, yeah, it's not over yet. Like, there's still something. Like, I'm still waiting. Like, even though, like, when it happened, I, like, I jumped. I was like, oh, this is, like, oh, shit, this is it. Like, I knew I had a feeling, but I'm like, oh, wow, it actually happened. And the crowd went nuts. Like, the crowd went ballistic. Yes. Which was awesome. You know what I mean? It's tremendous. I mean, I'm in Chicago, so, of course, that's, that's his hometown. Um, you know, and he came out and looked, you know, looked at least five, ten years younger <laughs> from AEW time. I mean, they must have really, as you said, must have really stressed them out. Um, but you could tell that in his face, you could see in his face when he came out, this wasn't the same reaction. Now, what I mean by that is when he came and returned to AEW, he was jumping all over the place, crowd surfing, um, happy about professional wrestling. Well, this is more like a I'm here to do business. We're going to do it the business way this time around. I know I'm going to be a part-timer. I'm going to get them a spotlight. 
that he's more. I, I don't want to say not. I don't want to say full of himself. I think that's that's a wrong that's a wrong term to use. But I think he's got just a different mindset this go around. Was I and the, what? Um, like I'm sure something you guys the rumblings. What was that? I was gonna say something to prove with a chip on his shoulder type of thing. A, a little bit, and then the fact that now remember he's not reporting to Vince McMahon anymore. This is like TKO group. Remember he's works at UFC, so he's under contract with TKO because of that. And I think in Punk's mind, because of how they've treated him with TKO group, being like a UFC commentator and showing him a lot of respect, I think now he's coming into this like, I'm going to get the, I have the respect of everyone and the upper management in Triple H, like Triple H is a businessman also, are going to do business. This is the route he's going. And just to sidebar this a smidget, um, obviously the reactions from Seth Rollins, definitely a work make it look really good because like they know the people are going to take a video and share this like this is to get them going for what probably the royal rumble it's be punk and rollins for the title is what i'm thinking right but people don't really realize drew mcintyre before punk even came out like ran to the locker room pissed off yeah something that looked like towards the end of the match and i could be wrong that he got like like it's not a cheap shot but he got hit like right in like the eye and I, like, I think by like, I think it was by Jay Uso, if I'm correct. I could be wrong. But somebody got him in the eye. Hmm. And like, you see him holding his eye when he's running out. And I think that, to me, is even the bigger story than Punk. Because something, something juicy is there that no one really knows about right now. Gotcha. So, kind of going with Triple H and... Because what... I was reading yesterday after the fast, because I, 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 I think I still up to like 2 o'clock in the morning just looking up stuff. Uh, one, I heard that it was, as you know, in the in the press conference, done very fast. I heard that, uh, Reese read, that supposedly right before he came out, they cleared out the area. Triple H had taken over the production. He was the one that queued up the trademark to come up, uh, the closing credit. And then that's when we have CM Punk coming out. So I think with what Triple H said during the press conference, because I noticed that he left the tour early toward the end because he knew everyone was going to ask about it. Um, I think that, you know, keeping it to the WWE spirit of what's good for business is what we're going to do was fantastic. Yeah. I'll, also in the press conference, he said that TKO really has no say. It's basically Nikon and Triple H making these decisions and that most likely TKO executives was as shocked as everybody else was. So this is just another proof that Triple H is a genius. And um, uh, Cody Rhodes, said, I think, said it best. He said if CM Punk is here to help with his business and everything, he's welcome. And he feels that CM Punk is hungry right now. And this is good for business. And no matter how people' feelings are, good, mad, sad, whatever, business comes first. And that's what it comes down to it. So everybody put their grudges, their, their feelings or whatever, put it to the side and let's make some money and some good business out there. Because, I mean, this is going to definitely excite WrestleMania. Now you have like two nights now of top talent and we still could probably count Cena maybe to show up. We still have Ray Mysterio healing. So we're going to have like two nights of top stars, not just your the regular people we see on Raw now. So, I mean, I'm excited. I, I, I can see so many different stories going on with um, Cody 
and Punk and Randy Orton now. This could go either way now. And we still got Roman, who's sitting on his throne somewhere. So, by the way, just throw this in there. Oh, sorry, I didn't realize everyone was going. You want okay? Uh, I was gonna say quick. I, I kind of thought it was really impressive that at the end of the night we had six main events sitting in the ring, like different people that can go with different angles and different people. And I thought it was pretty cool. And that's including CM Punk now in the picture. Yeah, um, I I had like a quick idea. Like since you have Seth Rollins and um, CM Punk met each other, do you do do you think? That's like a main event for night one as Seth Rollins as a champion. Because I could always see um, CM Punk costing Seth Rollins to lose that title and hold it, make that grudge even more. But I don't know if that would be a main event without the title. Mm. <laughs> like, I, could see, I could see it. I, I mean, I don't know. I, mm. Depends if that's legitimate heat with Rollins. He's going to need some cool down period of time. Because Seth Rollins is not stupid. He'll do what's right for business. Right. Like, I know that. Because he doesn't he didn't care for Cody. But, you know, he'll do it when, when he calms down type of thing. And I think he just needs a calming down period. But, yeah, I can see it happening. Like, I can see, like, a GTS. He knocks out Seth Rollins. And then Damian Priest comes and catches in. And now he's, he's not even worried about Damian Priest or the title no more. He just wants to kill CM Punk. And that's a great grudge to have. I just don't know if you could main event that. Because these two guys are hungry. They hate each other, but they're also hungry for that main event spot at WrestleMania. Seth Rollins has never main event WrestleMania. And then CM Punk hasn't either. They both want that spot. I just don't know if, you, if they get that spot with the title or just their hatred. And you don't need a title for that. So, just something to think about. But, um... Oh, Patrick, before you, go, before you go to the next topic, I just want to point out... With Punk, um, you know, when he was came out, he was looking at the crowd, and he looked like a little surprised. He probably was very surprised there's people actually on the hard cam side, by the way, that it's not just an empty arena on the other <laughs> side. I just want to point that out. So he had to look both sides. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, I, I thought you were going to go with earlier, they had, like, I think on SmackDown too, you had your CM Punk chance, and you had um, booing. Countering and what was the other one? They were booing. So, so you had some oh, people saying yeah. CM Punk, and then some people were booing. So I, I thought you, that's the direction you were going where he was surprised well, that, that everyone... Well, when he came out, I, fair, I, I don't think I heard a single boo. I, 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 I just heard I'm, cheering. Sure, I, I'm sure some people were. You just couldn't hear them. It was so right. overwhelming. <laughs> Even if you were booing earlier, just like like John Cena. You might say John Cena sucks, but when he comes up to you and he's going to hand you a hat, all of a sudden you love him. So Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, talking about how healthy um, CM Punk looked, holy shit. Randy Orton. I mean, I thought he was like all this time injured. He was all this time in the gym. He had his twelve pack. His arms looked bigger. His show. I mean, the guy looked amazing. I agree Every with that. I saw that. Definitely wet themselves for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like if he if he wasn't a heavyweight champion before, he's ready for a heavyweight um title now. Because I mean, the guy just bulked up like crazy. He was always had like that slim figure, and not anymore. I I thought he looked great. I'm excited to see um where his story goes. I truly believe it's what I said before. He's gonna build up the story because Cody kind of said it in the press conference and almost was in tears of how he basically um how can you say it? he he owes 
writing or in his career. So you put that on TV and let everybody soak that in, like, oh my God, this is like such a great bond, and then let the Viper strike. We got money. But yeah, I I can't wait for that. Brady go heel though, man. I mean, everybody's cheering this guy. Everybody's loves the fact that he's back. I don't know, making him a heel is the smartest move. Well, not right now. Let's build a story and then let's shock everybody because he doesn't have that much longer to go. I'm, I'm assuming maybe a, a year, maybe two years, if if, if it's done right. So, and, and Randy Orton is almost like the big show. Three months he's bad. Six months he's a good guy. Then he's back to being a bad guy. He's supposed to be Randy Orton. Just so he's a, he's a snake. You could pet him, but once in a while he's going to bite you. So he can have his personal agenda with Cody and then make up at SummerSlam or something. But he's definitely going to bite. It's just a matter of time of when. It was the same thing that happened with Riddle. We were always waiting for him to RKO Riddle. It just never happened. Got released. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but before Randy Orton came out, the the big story was it. Where's Randy Orton? He's not with the team. He's not gonna make it. Some people on social media were worried about this. This is the way they're gonna bring CM Punk in because Randy Orton his flight got stuck or something. But uh, Randy Orton's lovely, beautiful wife decided to go live from the front row. If you were at the arena, you knew she was there. People like me didn't know she was there. So as soon as you see that she's live and she's sitting front row and she's only started going live at the main event, you're like, okay, I know where Randy Orton is at. I know he's coming out soon. Whatever story or whatever you wanted to believe just got spoiled because she's letting you know she's there for a reason. Um, so let me... Yeah, go. So quickly, I'm sorry. Let me ask. So, I mean, knowing that Randy was going to show up, right? I don't think anyone doubted right. that. And yes, quote, that kind of ruined the quote story. Yeah, yeah. But do you think it was that big of a deal because we all knew what the result was? Um... I, I was sitting next to people. They were like, like I would explain to them, like, Randy Orton's going to get the big drama entrance. That's the reason he's not locked up in the cage with everybody. But um, some people, I, I'm assuming a lot of people go with the story. And they're like, oh, my God, is he going to show up? When is he going to show up? Is he gonna sh-? Maybe he's not going to show up. Because like I said, a lot of people on social media was like, this is fucked up. You, you told us Randy Orton's coming, and now you're going to surprise us with CM Punk. So everybody had different feelings. I guess it depends on how much of a fan and how much of the business you know. So you were like, no, he's just going to get the big drama, the drama queen entrance. He's going to get his own music playing, and he's going to get the spotlight on him and all that. But um, I just, it, it spoiled it a lot because and when she went live, you could see uh, different people's comments. And a lot of people were like, oh, thanks a lot for spoiling this and all that. And she did have to take the camera, face it to her, and she gave like the face like she's sorry. But then she went back to recording live. But um, <laughs> I'm sorry, but not sorry. Yeah, basically, it was like, oh shit, I, I, I fucked up. But let me go see my man now. So I got it. But yeah, Wait, my man, you don't tell me how to talk to my man. <laughs> yeah, so I, I I thought that was funny. Stood out. So a couple of fans were mad at that, but no biggie. Um, we also got the big return of r Truth, which we've been dying for him to come back and see me. I was hoping more of a joke. Yep. What happened? I was, I was thrilled. I'm like, oh, yeah, oh yeah. wow, he's back. No, I was just, I, I was hoping that we would got like a joke, like, oh, he's happy to be here at the Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble or something. But we didn't get, we didn't get that at all. <laughs> that but, yeah. Um, but besides that, a good pay per view. Um, I was let down with my Miz. I, I was really hoping we were gonna have a new champion. 
Um, by the way, Hector, before you keep going, just one little fun fact. Uh, Punk returned, which obviously many people are happy, many or whatever. Um, Ryback had said on this podcast that if CM Punk were to return at Survivor Series, well, at the pay-per-view, he would retire. Yeah, we said that. And then Ryback saying, oh, I only meant if he returned to AEW the night of Survivor Series, as, as if there was another show going on. Um, there actually was. Collision and, and Rampage probably did like 13 viewers. Yeah. But <laughs> Ryback, of course, going on his word that he's going to retire. Are we any of us surprised? I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, I, for me, he's, he is retired. Until he makes his big return in AEW or something. Yeah, because no one's booking him on the indies because he thinks he's, he charges more than what he's actually, like, for a booking fee. And no one wants to book him because no one's going to, like, go, like, oh, my God, I have to show up. Ryback's going to be there. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, I, I guess I want to keep going with this reaction. But be, before we do that, it was a great pay-per-view. Um, the Miz fight was good. I'll give a big shout-out to the women's War Games match. Hell of a match. The men's match all together by itself was good. But um like you said about collision, I saw the lineup for collision. I mean, I guess to each his own. I thought it was kind of good. I haven't seen it yet. I wanna see it. I'm interested. Um, if you're Tony well, Khan against it, because I'm like I know Edge and Christian how they're they're set up for a for a match in Montreal. Yeah. Like I know it was good stuff, it's just the reality is I'm choosing between yeah. Survivor Series and AEW, I'm choosing AEW. Yeah, I, I Man, I wish they would like do different things when they against a big show like Survivor Series and SummerSlam. Like I would, I would become the post show. Like I would move my time slot to like six o'clock, and have a hell of a show. So then, when Survivor Series starts, people are talking about what happened in Collision. But I don't know what Tony Khan is or what he thinks. But now I'm gonna ask you guys: If you're Tony Khan, and um, this happens. Randy Orton, CM Punk, R-Truth, great wrestling, and you're worried about the direction they're going now. Do you stick with, with your guns and what you have, or do you go crazy and make sure you sign uh, Goldberg, Sasha Banks, Ziggler, Ryback, anybody to make some kind of noise, or do you just stick with the talent you have and keep doing what you're doing? So for me, I would say stick with the talent you have because if you can't use Edge right, how are you going to use an Edge, a Sasha, and everyone else you mentioned, right? I think they could use Edge, right? But I mean, look at, like you just said right now, that match ended with at least, what, five people in, in the ring that were all main events. They could main event any pay per view. And now you just added CM Punk. And that's just saying that these are all your heroes. CM Punk is probably going to be a heel. But let's just, say, let's just put CM Punk with those five guys right there. Any of those guys can main event against a heel. So, so AEW has Edge, but do you want to add more to that? Do you want to build your Avengers? Because that's what uh, a reporter called Cody's team last night, the Avengers. So, so do you want to have like your Justice League in AEW? Because you can't just do it with Edge. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying like, uh, all right. So Edge and Christian, they can they, they ugh, I can't get words out, but those two are able to kind of write their story, right? Because they know how to kind of move their story along. The issue that the AEW has is getting the stories to move around. Like, I don't know. Like, besides Edge Christian, I'm thinking to myself, like, who's could be quote main event? Maybe Darby. 
Yeah, like they, like their Avengers are just as they guys had to mention. You got Darby Allen. Darby Allen, I don't know. He's going to be like Plastic Man. He's about to climb <laughs> Mount Everest. He might not even be alive. Yeah, he's not, he, he's not going to be around for a while. So you have, you have basically, that, that, that basically is grabbing the ratings or anybody's interest is MJF, Edge, and Christian. Oh, MJF. There you go. I'm sorry. MJF. And I think that's, that's it. Correct. I'm sorry. I mean, and, and Swerve is rising up to the top. So people, Swerve, are, I'll give you Swerve. Yes, people are interested to see what Swerve is going to do next, and we're hoping that he's going to rise to the top and be a main eventer. But right now, it's Edge, Christian Story, and whatever MJF is doing. So if you're, if you're against MJF, you're good. You're in a good spot. But th- that's your main reason you watch AEW. Anybody, I, I'm assuming. I have my own personal reasons why. I like Swerve. I like House of Black and all that. I watch it so... so- listen to Christian make fun of Nick Wayne's mom calling her a, a, a shitty human being and for being a waitress and not advancing her career. That's what I watch AEW. I don't know what anybody else does. But that's the Edge and Christian story. <laughs> that, that's still part of the Edge and Christian story somehow. But, but no, wait, no, 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 no. Edge has is, is entered himself. Christian's been doing this even before Edge yeah, is yeah. even in the picture. No, so I know, but we'll go, we'll, from what we were saying right now, I put Edge and Christian together and MJF, and those are the reasons people watch. So... Christian Edge, same thing. I, right. But I get what you're I mean, saying. Omega. I mean, people watch for Omega, too. I mean, Omega, even though he's been... I don't want to say he's been great lately, but Omega's still a star in my eyes. Oh, no, he is. But I think he... he, he that, um, I posted his um, post-match interview, and um, he basically said that it's almost that time to hang up the boots. But he's still kicking ass and everything. But I think for him to have a longer time in wrestling, he's going to have to take these long breaks, or that's why he's in a tag team right now. So he's not using his body the entire match. So I wouldn't put him right there as one of the big stars. I mean, he's a big name, but still, AEW main guys are MJF, Edge, Christian, and that's it. Everyone else is just sidekicks, basically, which is sad to like say. Moxley? I don't know. Moxley? I don't know. Man. If you put Moxley, Moxley in the main event, do you care? No, I don't give a shit, but okay. I'm, just, I'm just saying that a lot of people <laughs> I mean, they, you don't... Being real. I'm so... I'm so Bummed out right now. I'm so sad that I forgot to say Cassidy. Oh, God. Stop. <laughs> Orange Cassidy's a free show at best. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Do, do you try to... Do you, do, you th- do you throw a blank check at Goldberg and take him out of retirement? No. Okay. Uh, for me, no. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I don't care for Goldberg either, but I'm talking about like... That's a big name, but like, oh my god, AEW got Goldberg and he just speared the shit out of MJF. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, but they they're just in the process of getting rid of Sting, right? Well, I'm not gonna say they're getting rid of Sting, but Sting is at that point where retired. Yeah. Goldberg, what? He has maybe two matches, three matches in him. He can't do it at a regular schedule. I don't know why. They, honestly speaking, I love Ric Flair, but why do they have Ric Flair? What is the purpose of having Ric Flair? Names. That's it. It's just like I said. That's the one reason I see uh, you signing Goldberg and bringing back right back real fast and. Just to have names and just show up and do one move and yeah. disappear for three weeks. All right, so let me ask you this because we're talking about a whole bunch of names. Sasha Banks, aka uh, Monet. Yes. With everything going on, do, do you see her kind of saying, hmm, more for WWE now or still kind of getting away from WWE uh-huh. and going with the AEW option at some point? If, if, if she only cares about the money, I think she's going to AEW. Because definitely now, that, that check is blank. Um, if you care about wrestling and, and stories and everything, you have to go back. Because I, I, we all know eventually Bailey's going to get dumped. 
And when she gets dumped, she's going to get attacked by three, four people. She's going to need backup. I can't see Charlotte and Becky running to her side at this moment. They'll probably be laughing. The only one that's really going to stand up for her is, is Sasha Banks if she comes back. And that would be There's the other. a second option. <laughs> oh, Izzy. Izzy makes her debut. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Jesus, I, Mark. I, I, right there and then. I, I, I quit WWE. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you never know. She's on the indies now. Well, but, have yeah. Izzy, have, have, have Izzy come back? And be, before she hits the ring, she grabs the mic and she was like, I bought you somebody. And Sasha Banks comes out. Because I do not want to see Izzy in the ring. Listen, I'm sorry. I think Sasha Banks' ego is bigger than than the entire planet Earth. And because she thinks she's such a star, I don't even think Triple H. I don't think they see her as as the big big draw either. Yeah, I don't. So I don't think she comes back because they're gonna offer to come back, but they're not gonna put her in the spotlight. That's all she wants. She's again, she's so self centered, such a big ego. AEW can feed her ego, and I think that it's not even just the money. They could feed her ego, make her be, you know, they could give her all the props and have Snoop Dogg introduce her and all this other <laughs> crap that she wants. And she'll be happy because she doesn't care about WWE. She's already in WWE. She doesn't care about being for WWE. She wants money and she wants fame and she wants to be in the spotlight. That's all she cares about. I don't, but I don't think that's going to make for good TV for AEW. I'm sorry. Bring her in. Give her that big paycheck. I don't think she makes, I don't think she moves the needle. Neither do I. Yeah. But she doesn't. I mean, the, the woman's... Um, I guess women's wrestling AEW sucks. They have great talented females there. They're just not being used the right way. I don't. I guess it looks like Tony Khan really doesn't care about women's wrestling. That that's what it looks like because they don't get a lot of TV time, and when they do, it's nothing. Like Britt Baker, um, Soraya, and everybody. The demons. They, they they have talent. It's they just not getting real TV time. So if Sasha Banks, uh, Mercedes goes there, it'll, it'll be a big thing. It it would uh, fill up her bank account. But the real stories and everything, it's rejoining the four horsewomen and all that, having her save Becky. I mean, I'm sorry, Bailey. But um, back to what Mark said. I, yeah, if it's about her ego and everything, she's gonna go where the money is, not where the wrestling and the stories are, because there's no really stories for her besides a good. Main event match with Soraya. Besides that, there's nothing really for her over there. But there I, isn't. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, I asked you guys earlier, I think well, I don't, this morning or last night, and I'm going to say it now so, so the listeners can hear. What was a bigger re- return? Well, not return, even a surprise. Especially it happened last time in Survivor Series. Um, Sting's big surprise or CM Punk's? Oh. They, they both mm. happened in Survivor Series, and they both happened at the last second. Sting or CM Punk? Mm. That's a good one. I think, um, surprise-wise, Sting, right? I mean, as far as, like, you, I didn't expect that. CM Punk, because I guess they're both equal in that aspect. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to break this one down. They're both equal on, I didn't expect that, or them to come to WWE, exactly. or back in his case. Um... I don't know, Mark, I'll let you try to clear this one up for me. What am I clear enough? you got to specify, because you said a lot. <laughs> no, just what, so, which one did you think was bigger, or is it a tie? Like which which one was a bigger return, or is coming into WWE? Sting coming in as a virus series, or CM Punk making his home, or return to home, should I say? So, to me, it's always going to be Sting, 
like the, the, the first WWE appearance. Yes. Like to me, that like I remember watching that live and going like, "Holy shit!" Like because the, the way they set it up, you know, Ziggler's getting the ass beat, beat out of him, you know. And as they already thinks they got it, and then you just hear the music go off and things coming down, and you're like, "This one bad motherfucker coming down the ring with a baseball bat in hand," and they just did, did it so well. Like to me, that's not, it's so hard to top. You know, to me, Sting's one of the top five greatest ever returns, debuts, whatever you want to refer it as, going along with like when Kane made his debut, um, when the Undertaker returned the Judgment Day 2000 as the biker. You know, after being out for so long, the place went ballistic. Like, those are the top five. CM Punk's will probably end up on that list one day just because of the shock factor. Yeah. But remember, Sting not only debuted, but he also did something. He also beat the crap out of everybody in the ring. He also did something really important. He had to show the face off with Triple H. That set up WrestleMania. This was just Punk just standing there. Again, had a, a very similar crowd reaction, but... To me, Sting's has always meant more. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I, I was, I was back with uh, what Raymond was saying. Like, I'm really stuck because same thing. I, I didn't expect any them to be back at WWE or, or in WWE at all. And I think right now, I, I think more towards CM Punk just because it's more fresh and you had everybody saying it's not gonna happen, and there was just so many two sided people. Like, either you were on Punk's side and he's gonna be there, or this is never going to happen. It's bad for business and everything. So it was just a big hype. I'm, if you're a wrestler and you go on social media right now, you cannot scroll without seeing a picture of CM Punk or or a video of um, Seth Rollins taking out his middle finger. There's some kind of reaction going on right now. And it's already the next day. And I'm pretty sure it's going to continue tomorrow because I'm pretty sure Roar will start off with that wonderful song playing. And then we're going to have CM Punk come out, and we'll see where that goes from there. But besides that, I think it's a wrap, guys. What a pay-per-view. <laughs> I haven't had one of those in a while, so it was awesome. Anyway. So, uh, Raymond, you, you ready to save the world, or... Even on oh, Sunday? we can do shots? All right. We can do shout-outs so, right now. Uh, uh, yeah, unless we have... um. I don't think nothing besides CM Punk. There's nothing else to talk about. Well, mommy won yesterday, so we could always talk about mommy. Mommy won. But <laughs> she should have lost. <laughs> Mommy's always on top. But anyway, wait, 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 uh, wait. I'm sorry. Let's, since we talk about mommy, let's talk about that card. She signed a uh, a piece of paper on. They had a live auction yesterday. They ripped out a piece of paper. I thought it was pretty funny because um who. It was uh, Xavier Woods. He started it. He ripped a piece of paper. He signed it. And as he's signing it, the bids are going in. And it, was, it started for a, a dollar. And it was already up $50. And he was like, oh, this will sell more if I take off my sweater. He took off his sweater, and he was in his T-shirt. And it went up to, like, $80. Then he started writing, like, hashtag pop, hashtag different things he could think of. And it went up to, I think, $127. Then there was a like, Kofi that said, you could beat that. Kofi signed his name, and then he same thing with him. He wrote hashtag, different hashtags that he uses, and then he started drawing like a a monster on the on the paper next to his autograph. That only sold for ninety seven dollars. As they're talking, they're like, "Ria, it's your turn." 
and you could see like she's you could see her smoke coming out of her ears and you could tell that she's thinking like how she's gonna beat this in my head i already had an idea what she was gonna do but yeah the first thing she wrote was mommy's always on top as soon as she signed mommy's always on top it went straight to two hundred dollars she signed <laughs> she signed Rhea Ripley. She did a little uh design that she does next to her name. This was already like three hundred dollars. Then she writes, I licked here. No one was bidding because I get everyone wanted to see what did she mean. And she point she I licked here and she pointed an arrow. When she pointed the arrow, she she went in front of the camera and licked it. When she did that, that thing it was like you hit the jackpot. The numbers, the bids just went crazy, and it sold for $580. And this is not a photo of her. It's a white piece of paper that they ripped, that you can see the ripped on the side of it. It's just it's just a piece of paper ripped with her name on it, says Mommy's on top, and her DNA on it. And it sold for $580. She signed a replica leather vest that she wears that they sell in the merch. She signed it and wrote Mommy's... Always on top. That sold for like eight hundred dollars, and a piece of paper sold for five eighty. That is crazy. <laughs> that is to show you the power and the sick wrestling fans that are out there that would spend five hundred eighty dollars just because she licked a piece of paper. I, if I knew about it, I would spend six hundred. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all right. So go, Raven. Save the world. All right. So uh, please check out Mania Club on the Facebook. And then also Hearts of Reality, they do have a special event coming up in the next few days, uh, about two weeks now. Uh, they can check them out and, yeah, check them out. And coming up in December, they do have special uh, people coming in from real, the reality world, of Big Brother, Survivor, WWE, NAC, maybe AEW. And also Give Kids the World on the Facebook as well. Please check them out. Mark? Mark is busy, I think. I think so, too. <laughs> Mark, Mark has company. <laughs> so we'll give out um, shout-outs to Lucharitos. Uh, it's a great um, wrestling-themed Mexican restaurant located in Long Island. And also, let's give a shout-out to the Wrestling Universe. It's a great wrestling store. All sports collectibles you can get also there. And action figures. They have a lot of meet-and-greets. They announced Matt Riddle would be there. Just speaking about him on January 7th. And they have a few other meet and greets coming up. So check them out. They're located in Queens. It's always a great place to go if you're looking for some wrestling merch. But besides that, guys, everyone that's listening, thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this special edition that we had to do on a Sunday. And see you. Well, we won't see you guys, but hopefully you hear us next week. Thank you guys so much. Take care. Happy holidays. Be safe.